0: How long does it take for faith to work? How long does Does it it take take for faith faith to to work? I thank God for this question because this is the place where it's a very, very, very big one, really. Hebrews chapter 11, the hall of faith, began by saying, now faith is now. Faith is now. Faith is always now. Now faith is the substance of things you are hoping. Are you seeing? Now faith. The question now is why is there the gap between when people claim they have faith and when the manifestation of faith is seen? Everyone who's got faith received the manifestation instantly. You ask me how? No. How? <laughs> <laughs> now, when faith is comes, you know it comes. The Bible says faith comes. It comes. Now, when light comes, when will you see? yes when light comes if it has come darkness has left so when faith comes then the power of god is released then you receive the desires of your heart instantly spiritually when you don't know that you are Pregnant with a miracle, and you use a contraceptive, the 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 embryo or the fetus will be aborted. So, when people do anything that contradicts an answer that God has already given, they lose their miracle.
1: Faith be tested, trying out to see how it
0: goes. Faith. It's a test of your alignment with what God says. You can't be testing, test. It's always important to do what I will call a scriptural mapping for the solution region. You scripturally map the solution region for any desire of your heart. Okay. When you have scripturally marked it, you discover that there can be an escape.
1: This is the Divisor of Amulalekar My guest today is Pastor Yemi Nathaniel, a man with a burning desire for God and the establishment of his kingdom on earth and in the hearts of men. He has worked closely with the founder of the Living Faith Church Worldwide, Bishop David Oedipo. He has served in various spheres for the kingdom of God, was the Pounder Registrar of Covenant University, the Pro-Chancellor of Landmark University. Thereafter served as the Executive Secretary of the Commission Living Faith Church Worldwide now in the field as a pastor, currently serving as a resident pastor of Living Faith Church like you live here. Daddy, welcome to the so. It's my
0: privilege given by God and yourself.
1: Thank you very much, sir. We honour your time given to us to have a dialogue with you today. I'm so much grateful for the opportunity, sir. Yeah. All right, before, uh, today we'll be considering the subject of the journey of faith. We'll be looking at the subject of faith. Yeah. And uh, before we go into that, we'd like you to talk to us about you from not being a pastor to being called as a pastor, and now a great pastor, having served the kingdom of God over oh, the league. Uh, well,
0: I, I just want to give thanks to God, who, uh, according to the Bible, knew us before we were born. And um, He said, He has prepared each of us. In line with what he wants us to do. That's why it's always very pitiable when people never knew the God and knew them before they came. So, uh, and I know that um, talking about myself today, where I be completely off target, if I never eventually, you know, God to know God, I believe because of His predetermined cancer, I fell into good hands, and I think that is why you will remember that Romans chapter eight, verse 29 to 30, speaks about a knowing. Mm. I think the only thing that could have brought me into what God has privileged me to do now is that knowing. Mm. Mm. It's the knowing uh, is the reason why some people ask go. Um, is it, why is it that some people, well, he said in Romans chapter 9, verse 13, he said, So have I hated Jacob? Have I loved? And then uh, the writer was saying that does that mean God is partial? God is not partial, but He's predetermined. Cancer. So when you find yourself in the class of people that He foreknew, it means you are predestinated. Mm-hmm. And by predestination, you get called. Mm-hmm. And if you get called, you get justified. You know, your past does not just matter. And then you live a life that glorifies God. I can tell you that as the Lord God of Heaven lives, you know, he brought me from, you know, marrying, you know, a farmer's boy. And then we began to do what, you know, people in our age were doing in terms of secondary school. And then I began to write my papers at home. Wow. because my father was not really able to sponsor me, as it were. And uh, God made me to scale through. I did my second geography at home. I was teaching myself advanced mathematics, you know, uh, <laughs> at home. <laughs> um, and uh, as God will have it, I, I was able to secure admission the way you hear. Oh, my God. Uh, yes. Um, You know, and because I I was given a preliminary admission, which was gonna make me to do four years in the university, I said no, I'm eager to provide for my parents who are very poor. I said, God, four years is too much. I want three years. So I got to Ife here and I and I began to say, can I change my admission since I have, you know, two A level papers. I was given estate management, BSc estate management. I said five years. I said, no, I don't want five years. So I said, if I can convert to economics, and I will do three years instead of five years. Mm-hmm. Because number one, I will be doing a course that is not as long as estate management. Number two, I will be giving admission at 200 level, you know, mm-hmm. because I have a level. And God made it possible. Mm-hmm. So uh, to call that segment short, I got my BSc and I started working in the ministry. I got about four jobs. The fact that I I, I, I went to a secondary school where we were introduced to Fellowship of Christian Students. Okay. Uh, So the seed was planted Mm. since that time. That's why it's important for parents to just, it doesn't matter even if it seems as if it's not working. Uh, You know, they should make sure that they are uh, the plant seeds mm-hmm. in their children. You see, there is always a place where I stay. The subconscious has very great capacity to store. You see, uh, in the day of trouble, it will come up. Mm-hmm. So that fellowship of Christian students helped me, you know, to really, you know, know Jesus. And, but when we finished secondary school, we were in the mixed multitude. So we began to do what we like. Mm. It's more like I was no longer a proper Christian. Mm. You see, but as the Lord God of God, we will have it, I, I I got back to Jesus, mm. and when I came back here, in um, Ife here, I found people who knew the Lord. Mm. Even though I also have friends who are unbelievers, you know, and you see, just like that, mm. I graduated. But when it came to the job that I was going to do, I said no. Mm-hmm. I I I I rejected customs job because mm-hmm. somebody told me that I will build the house in one year. I said how? I said four million. I go to Lagos. I was given an appointment board of internal revenue. I told me, oh wow, you are lucky. I said why? They said in six months you'll build the house i said how this is from a good day i said if it is that i will not take it so i refused those two jobs and that is like crazy at our own time mm-hmm. crazy crazy because you know when you enter customs you are just declared rich i mean that's not to say everybody in customs does that so so and I, I took a job because i think i had an orientation towards learning. I took a job. I love planning, so I took a job mm-hmm. in the Federal Ministry of Employment, Labour and Productivity as an economist. But we were there one month. We were only in the hotel sleeping and waking up. And I said, "Ah, is this how life is?" I I left the place and okay. I went to you know Ministry of Economic Planning in Kauru State, where I found you know my love, planning, production and consultancy. So. I did that, you know, for some years, and then I crossed over to University of Elorne after my master's, because I took time in the ministry. I came here, I did my master's on study leave, of course. Mm -hmm. And then I finished uh, there at the University of I Something was panting inside of me, uh, desiring to, you know, to be in the private sector. So um, I felt that the public sector was not too, was not sufficiently challenging. I hated that uh, everybody was promoted after two or three years. Uh, there was no distinction, which means um, promotion was not really based on productivity. It was more like you line up, you get promoted, and I felt that. I mean, that was not satisfying inside of me. So I had all been the yearning for the private sector. So I thought the university would be the place. Oh yes, the university, I found good things there because I was in the, you know, what they call the academic planning unit in the University of Eloray. And that was a big time for me in terms of uh, having opportunity to, to really challenge yourself. I, I was made the secretary of the project implementation it was a work backlog to universities then and it it really tasks me Mm. but at the same time i was doing a phd at the university of Illinois. Mm. and um, i i i was combining work in the office with that and and you know it was it was um, it was uh, it was such a great life if i look at it Mm. but a time came I wanted the private sector, so I got an appointment. No, I was called for an interview at a Merchant Bank. And I got there and I told them, they told me that, oh, I said, I'm already a manager. where I'm coming from because I left the University of London to a project financing company. They call it Quara Industrial Trust Fund. Okay. I said, but I don't want to. You know, their scope was very local. I wanted a global scope because whatever you wanted to do, it's good for you to to have to, to 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 be able to do it to the global platform. You see, because God said you are the light of the world, he didn't say you are the light of IFE, it didn't say you are the light of State. it didn't say you are the light of Nigeria, you are the light of the world, the salt of the air. So I have always had that desire that anything we are doing. We should be able to do it to the global platform. If you are a digger, do it to the global platform. They said President Trump is looking for a digger. They said there is one man in Nigeria when he digs the place for you, you will <laughs> just look <laughs> just... <laughs> 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 because we can we can only do one thing. but that thing mm. that you are doing, just make sure. Your target. So, because of that, I, I I was eager for something. That was why I wanted to go to, and I was given an interview at Nal Machang Bank then. Mm-hmm. They call it Nal Machang Bank. Mm-hmm. And you know, when they said, Well, you are hired, but we're going to hire you as a deputy manager, I said, No, I don't want my status to change. They said, the company you are working for in the lorry cannot rank with NAL. And our salary is almost three. What do you earn there? Why don't you want to come? I said, no. I said, I don't want a deputy manager. I said, that would be it. <laughs> I said, I, I'm a manager there, you are not ready to make me a manager. So they didn't make me a manager, so I didn't go there. Wow. You know, and as a result of that, I got another company which gave me a manager, mm. but you know, of course, higher salary, but not at the level of Nile Merchant Bank. Okay. So I moved from Ilorin to Lagos and there. Wow. And then somehow. I am really I I I knew my father in the faith Bishop the hope, you know in the secondary school we went to the oh, secondary school wow <laughs> that's amazing oh yes we went to the secondary school together and uh, he was one of our <laughs> leaders in the fellowship of Christian students so um so one day um, I was driving back from Ilorin to Lagos you know because I was in the company I would uh, say we have official car and everything. And in my official car, I just saw his vehicle parked at the close to the wall and I had to stop. And they told me what happened. And I had the privilege of taking them to Lagos, you know, that daddy, himself and mommy. So that began to ring inside of me a spiritual connection. Mm-hmm. So, and I can tell you the way God did it. In the place where I was working, because I too, I always yearned to go to a higher level. And now God, the federal government wanted to start a company, a risk management company. Okay. And uh, we were going to be a pioneer. I was going to be appointed as managing director. So I was called for interview. And we did three stages of interview. And then the second stage of the interview, when I was going for the final, I was told that somebody coming. please don't come for the interview because uh, they have already, we know them, they have already selected the person. Mm. I said, it's okay. But after the person dropped, I said, can I, can I refuse to go to an interview simply because somebody told me mm. that uh, they have already made up their mind that it's a political appointment. That federal ministry of something is behind it, and they know the person they want to do. So well, it doesn't matter. So I went for the final interview. We were three. One of us was supposed to be appointed as my director. It was supposed to be a major career lift for me. And like I said, I was just gradually building myself up. I, mean, I wanted to keep moving forward. You know, have a, you know a better space to learn. You know, you know and then so that. Whatever area you are, you can say you were with people who also do it in the world. Mm-hmm. That was what was motivating me, and um, particularly because the area that I do project evaluation and analysis, you know, and as the person said, I was not choosing for the, for the interview, for the managing director. And then, one day I went to church at Rajoma. God said, I will meet you here. Well, so, I just saw. Uh, and God knew I wouldn't want to come to church. Even though <laughs> <laughs> God has always in the of my mind, He knew I wouldn't want to come to church. So at that time, they were to have what the covenant option limited. God summoned, you know, God an inspiration to start something that will help people. Mm-hmm. You know, but you know, will not be charging money. It will be giving you know facility to Christians. Mm-hmm the college covenant option and because i'm in project evaluation project analysis i did interview and i was called i said good i really want to work in the kingdom but i want to walk in the kingdom doing my thing my profession mm. this is my profession that i want to do thank you. <laughs> it, it was like oh father thank you finally this is what i'm looking for serving god using my skill the little skill that i had there." It didn't matter to me that it was going to be a local company, but with this for so God is a global company. Hallelujah. That was my thinking. So somehow I resigned in my place of work and I joined Covenant Option in December 1995. Mm-hmm. Shortly after I joined, God spoke to his servant that God said he didn't ask him to set up such a company. <laughs> <laughs> And so come now option was scraped. Oh, wow. And we were told uh, if we are interested, in case we want to go <laughs> to the ministry, <laughs> that was how. I just I said, no, this is good. I came into the ministry. Something I can tell you is that in the um in the risk company that we were supposed to establish, it's supposed to be at the level of a bank, but it's, it's supposed to manage it's, it's a venture capital company. Okay, sure. The salary was so high. Mm-hmm. Of course, uh, you know the upside. You know mm-hmm. the support is so attractive. So when I missed that, I said, "Wow." I got covenant option. It was a consolation because the salary also was low. Cannot even be compared at all to where I wanted Anabony. And then, when I was not asked to come to the ministry, the salary was even lower. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. At 4,500 per month, mm-hmm. and that made five. I said, Lord, I'm mm-hmm. going where I'm going. In my heart, I knew God was moving me because I had always desired to serve him. Mm-hmm. I had always desired to serve him, pastoral. But I was just thinking it was towards the end, My life, (laughs) (laughs) you see, some people that's what they do, they want to serve God towards the end. When you don't have energy to serve against, that is time to serve God. (laughs) So, I came into the ministry, and not quite one year after, I applied for pastoral. But I think the little grace that God gave me in administration, God said, No, I've not gotten a word for you. Mm -hmm. So, that's how I, I continue. In administration in the ministry, became personal assistant to the president, wow. became special advisor to him, wow. became director of personnel, wow. became director of administration, wow. became a church network administrator, wow. and then eventually became registrar of Covenant University and of course serving some other position in the university <laughs> to supervise. By the special grace of God, I was one of the staff in the, both the pre-establishment and take-off of the two universities. Just one of the staff let me save. So, um, and then eventually when I finished my time as registered at Covenant University, I think God spoke to his it is not time. <laughs> <laughs> that was 2008 you know um and 10 uh, in december of that year i came into the pastoral um and uh, since then also you find that you uh, are only doing pastor along with some administration because god has given you some experience and exposure in that area so you have had to combine you know both administration and pastoral but it was not until you know, uh, 2014, I had to step out to the field, you know, fully. I was serving in faith, Abanaku in the pastoral uh, responsibility, and then only moved to the field fully uh, in 2014. And it's been very awesome. You know, that's how uh, it has been, because I had always told God, and He's always assured me. I told one of our senior know, pastors now, I said, I told God that uh, I don't want to be a retailer of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I want to be a wholesaler. Mm-hmm. You know, I said, I said yes. <laughs> you know, speaking to people about Jesus Christ has been it's been it's a retail job. But when you are said to be a wholesaler, you know, a distributor, then you you pack whatever you are doing and you begin to market the gospel. I think this is my nice story and I think God has been very faithful. Amen. I can tell you, I mean, served in um, Abuja, served as uh, served in uh, Ibadan, served in Lusaka, and then, you know, here we are. Anything. Wow. Um, praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. That's a great journey. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's
1: that's a journey of faith in itself. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay, uh, now, uh, looking at the subject of faith, Yes. Uh, you talk to us about a brief about faith and how long does it take for faith to work? How
0: long does, does it, it take, take for faith, faith, faith to, to work? work? You see, uh, Hebrews chapter 11, which we always call, you know, the hall of faith, mm. began by saying, now faith. Mm. Is now. Faith is now. Faith is always now. Now faith is the substance of things you are hoping for. Oh. Are you saying now faith? Oh. Yes. Oh. Oh. And then the evidence. When you say evidence, are you postponing it again? Uh, no. The evidence of things not seen. When you are doubting if a person commits an offense, they said, do you have the evidence? They said, this is the evidence. So it is done. And I thank God for this question because this is the place where it's a very, very, very big one, really. Because there are, the dead. you see you see that Romans chapter 11, verse 33, he said, oh, the dead." both of the riches, the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and the knowledge of God. He said, I will search him. Yes. You know, the subject of faith, that we will remember the great, our great fathers in the, in the faith, they have always spoken about faith. Yes. You know, the Bible speaks about faith. And all through the life, you have people speaking about faith. Yes. And all through the life, you have the apostles of faith, every one of them making their contribution. You know, God's ambition, but when he was being called, he said, Oh, what will I be saying? After connecting and spoken mm. on faith, what will I say again? I mean, you read Kenneth Egan's on the subject of faith, you say, well, what else will I say? Mm. So, but, you see, the subject of faith, fresh revelation will be there till eternity. But one thing about faith is faith is now, and that is evident, you know, we always say that in the Bible, 55 times, immediately was mentioned. It was mentioned in respect of healing that was done by Jesus Christ, most of them in the area of hell. Which means, when you have the faith, there is nothing that gets postponed. Mm. Now, the question now is, why is there the gap mm. between when people claim they have faith mm. and when the manifestation of faith is seen? Mm. Everyone who's got faith receives the manifestation instantly. You ask me how? How? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now, when faith is comes, you know it comes. The Bible says, Faith cometh. It comes. Mm. Now, when light comes, when will you see? Is right? mm. Yes, when light comes, <laughs> if it has come, darkness has left. So, when faith comes, now, then. The power of God is released. Mm. Faith, when it comes, you, you, what it does is to make you see. Oh yes, God is real. God is true. I receive it. So when faith comes, you receive the desires of your heart instantly spiritually. Instantly, spiritually, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so the miracle seed, the seed of faith that you sowed, you know, gives birth, but in some cases, it needed to be nurtured Mm -hmm. when. Faith fertilizes hope. Just like the meeting of a man and a woman, a baby, an embryo, has started instantly, fertilization happens. Mm. However, in different animals, the gestational period differs. Just like in different areas of miracle, mm. the gestational period differs. That is the physical manifestation of what had already happened in the spiritual realm. Difference. Mm. The physical manifestation of what has happened in the spiritual realm, which is the gestation period, differs according to different types of miracles. Mm. That is why in a rat, pregnancy may be only two weeks. Mm. In some other animals, it may be one month. In a human being, it is nine months. In elephant, it's 22 months. Mm. It depends on what you want to give birth to. But listen to me, after after faith fertilizes hope, hope is in the word of God, what God promised that your faith fertilizes. It is born instantly, Mm. faith is never delayed. However, many lose their baby. You know, that's what they call abortion. Mm in the course of
1: gestation
0: Mm. there are miracles that have instant physical manifestation but there are many more miracles Mm. that have a gestation for me physical manifestation Mm. even though uh, it has happened Mm. so when you don't know that you are pregnant with a miracle and you use a contraceptive, the the embryo or the fetus will be aborted. Mm. Any woman who is pregnant, Mm. who does anything that can kill that embryo or fetus, will lose the baby. Mm. So when people, do anything that contradicts an answer that God has already given, they lose their miracle. Oh, God. Are you hearing me? Yes, sir. That's why in Luke chapter 22 at verse 32, he said, I have prayed for you that your faith fail not. Mm. Mm. Now, faith failure is what leads to miracle abortion. abortion. Um. Even though they said they believe. But I, the Lord, I sat there, I tried the rain. The things they do and what they say have aborted their miracles. After they said they believe. The things they do and what you say, because it's a matter of you can tell everybody that I believe. Mm. It will only show by what you say and what you do. Why? If I say take this thing, why did you stretch for your hand? You saw it, and you decided to stretch your If I say take this thing, and you kept your hand, you didn't see it, I keep my thing. Mm. So faith is instant. Mm. The only thing is that a lot of the time, you need to build your faith in order to have it to fertilize your hope. Many people have not built their faith when they pray. So they didn't, they are just say amen. It is not, there was no spiritual process. Mm.
1: Mm.
0: That is why he said, It's only the prayer of faith that God answers. <laughs> only the prayer of faith. Right. Now, I know we all pray. Baba Allah will pray. Mm. Onefa pray. I'm Rob, I also pray. You see, <laughs> 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 because you call on them prayer, their prayer, yeah. what's prayer? <laughs> Anybody that is you know, asking that, making a plea. What mm. <laughs> does making a plea is a prayer. Oh, God. So, people should <laughs> pray. That's why it's more important. That's why Jesus' prayer, at the head of his prayer, that was jukitigi long. It doesn't stay long. It is in your sight, and that's all. <laughs> because the faith has to be built up. Mm. It, it, when your faith is already built up, you know, it's ready to fertilize, and the miracle is instant. God told Abraham, You, I will give you your son. You already got it. Genesis chapter 18, verse 22. Mm -hmm. But it took 25 years. You know, in chapter 17. It took 25 years for the son to come. Age 75, when God called him in Genesis chapter 12, until when he tested him, he said, Be thou perfect, walk with me. I will fulfill this promise." Mm. But the son had been given. Mm. <laughs> but that's why Abraham is the father of faith who became the friend of God. So what you do in the period that God said he has answered your prayer mm. is one of the things that advances you in the class of faith. Mm. Abraham became the father of faith because he staggered not mm-hmm. through unbelief. belief. Being persuaded that God was able to perform what he promised. That is, a, that is what happens. He said, this boy, I am making you a global icon. I'm going to use you to tell many across generations. The day you receive it in your heart with faith, it's done.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's done. Now, and you are supposed to be behaving as if it is done. That's why, if he said you are redeemed to be a priest and again God's son and said, I said, will a priest be walking with a slipper? So, so it affects everything in your life. Let me tell you, people don't believe. They are only claiming to believe. Mm. When you believe, that is why that say, when you believe, you will behave it. If you behave it, will you become it? there are all stages And I, the Lord, I search there, God is looking whether you are really, really, because if you believe, everything will change. You know, faith translates, it translates you to another realm. Even beginning with salvation, Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8, it says, by grace you are saved through faith. True faith, it is the medium of, you know, you know, operating in a class of God. You remember? Mark chapter 9, verse 23, and chapter 10, verse 27. That is what enables you to change from a human being to a God-being, faith, is it? And the, the transmutation is very significant. It's a spiritual alchemy. It's a thing that, you know, people should work hard to see it. It's different from religion. Some of the things many people are doing in religion. God is not against it because you know one day you will probably see. Mm. Because if you are not coming to church, when will you see? You can never see. You will only be hearing babalawo. You will only be hearing people who are saying evil things. So if you are coming to church, it's good. And then you are hearing. It comes by hearing. One day, your heart will say, did you hear what they say? Mm-hmm. Then you say, hey, I see. You have been hearing it for 12 years old. But the day you see it is the day that the seed of faith has been given to you. Mm. And you can fire it to make everything happen.
1: Wow. <laughs> that's, that's powerful. <laughs> okay. Uh... I resolve the mining engineering home where questions of life are answered. Depression is gone, liberty is sure. Confusions are dealt with, and the life of God is given. Where you are built and empowered to be a part of this mission, building the mind and changing lives, you can partner with us financially at wwwbizly partner With your substance unto the Lord, God bless you. Edvisorb, the mind reengineering. Next question is uh, looking at sometimes in the gestation period there's always uh, this fleshy thing whereby you, my second guess what you are doing, the place where you are not sure if this is exactly what it is, but I just trying it out to see let's see how it goes. But probably within you you know it's something like it, but you're not sure if it's it it is. So my question is can can one put faith to test? Can faith be tested like trying out to see
0: how it goes? No, you see, um, second guessing is the other many of doubts. Um, so, and uh, the Bible says, uh, "Your trial of faith or test of faith." You can't be testing testing. Somebody say he's testing, you as you are testing, the the command, mm. the, the command line is very clear. Faith is a test of your alignment with what God says. It is an opportunity for you to prove that you believe Him and that His integrity is intact in your heart. So, whenever second guess come or you are trying to, uh, you know, okay, let me try this, it's not faith. You know, the issue is that a lot of the times God is so faithful and mercy. You see, people don't know that the area of mercy that we will talk about is some of the times where we think, we think we are testing God and He's not angry with us. Yeah. I mean, you, you, can't, you can't test God. You can't say you are trying to put Him to test. Or you, are, you see, you needed to know what He said. Align it with your purpose and your divine timing and proceed. What is required is the kind of focus, mm. is a, a bridge-burning focus. That, that's what is required for faith. It's a bridge-burning focus. You see, that is, you say it is God and it's no other thing. Mm. And so you are, you, are, you, are, you are pursuing it, you know, without an alternative. So it's always important To do what I would call um, a kind of mapping, a scriptural mapping for the solution region. You scripturally mark, you scripturally map the solution region for any desire of your heart. When you have scripturally marked it, you discover that there can be an escape. Because explain on spiritual, mapping. Yes, you know, I did a little bit of operations research. Okay. In operations research, you know, we speak about solution region. Okay. Now, you can have an equation like this, an equation like this, An equation like this. So, this is your solution region. That is, somebody is looking at god said i'm going to be prosperous okay. Okay. now but you know we have always said yes god said you will be prosper- prosperous okay. now he said i wish above all things that thou makes prosper and be a good head even as I, I, you're so prosperous yes. now inside that that's a solution classic that's, that's an equation okay that's an equation it may just be this equation well mm. it doesn't mean if you fall here you mm. or fall here, you don't know whether that is the solution. Mm. Now, you now remember that God said in Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18, Thou shalt remember the Lord thy God for it is he that he gave, he gave the power to get wet According to the covenant, you now discover that, okay, even though he said, he will prosper me, it's a covenant. Mm. Now, that is equation number two. Okay, 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 okay. You have that scriptures that backs a, up backs off the, the position where you are going. Oh. Now, you now say, okay, equation number one, turn John 2, equation oh. number two, you turn chapter me. eight. It's verse say, so I needed to remember <laughs> the Lord my God, who gave it so me. So that's the bullet for the God, <laughs> yes. Now, and equation number three comes in uh, Genesis chapter eight, verse 22, hmm. it said, uh, that one is is a law that is, is a, you can't change it. To, he said, as, as the age minute, he says, seed time and harvest will never cease. The same way you see the sun rise and set, you see the cold and the heat. He mm. said, you see the rainy season and the dry season. He said that is the that is the pattern of seed till forever. Mm. Now you look at that devotion. Hey, I'm also a seed. Mm. Now, okay. He said, "See say a man that is diligent in his blood. You look at Proverbs chapter twenty-two, verse twenty-nine. He said, "See that man that is diligent in his blood. He shall, he shall Stand before King not time and say, "I have to be diligent." Mm. You see, if you look at Psalm one, verse one That said not in the way of the sinful, not stand in the way of seat, the seat of his corner. He said, "What that man does, he shall prosper." That's another equation. So you are mapping the scriptures. Mm. Now you now see that you are inside. Right. Now, yeah. therefore, your faith in God is strong, mm. and as you begin to operate inside of it, no devil can fail, can, can, can you from the coming oh, wow. But you can't take a scripture, told John two, and begin to say, and you are praying and confessing. You confess, confess <laughs> to become a confession
1: <laughs>
0: yourself. <safe. laughs> so that, that, that's what I mean. That mm. people just need to. Deepen their knowledge of God. It's the area we all need to invest. Mm. Mm. You need to deepen. That's why buying books is very important because this book, the Bible, deep, full of mysteries. Deep, full of mysteries. So when you read a book by somebody who has a proof, you can. Shorten your journey because you will see what he has said without reading through the Bible. But don't forget every man's revelation that is not revealed to you will never be manifestation. Mm. So it still left you with meditating on the revelation so that it can become a personal revelation and can become a personal manifestation. Mm. That is the way it goes. Praise the
1: Lord. Amen. (laughs) Oh, that's really powerful. Thank you, sir. Okay, uh, going on the journey of faith because faith-driven people always look uh, foolish to this world. Uh, At the same time, we've seen some people confess and seem to believe God, but they don't have an end result. So can one differentiate between faith and foolishness? How can one tell if what you're working on is faith or just being a
0: You know, <laughs> you know. There is one of the scriptures that we spoke about very recently, First Corinthians chapter one, verse twenty-five. That said, Jesus Christ is the wisdom and the power of God. And then he went on in verse twenty-six to say that a, you are called not because you are wise. He said, the calling of God upon you is is grace because the wise of this world, the professors that is, people who deal in sensible things, Mm -hmm. now sensible. Mm -hmm. He said, God didn't call them to come and operate in this mystery. Mm -hmm. He said, when you are calling to this, he said, your strength is that the foolishness of God, as men would call it foolish is wiser than the wisest of men. Mm. So please take this, beloved. Whenever what you are doing is what this scripture says, Mm. you can't be foolish. Mm. The only thing is what I told you. Make sure you do your mapping. Mm. Don't stand on one scripture. Mm. Because it says in isaiah chapter 34 verse 16 he said they were gathered by the spirit he said my mouth had commanded me he said he will not fail his mate there is always a mate scripture Mm. it doesn't fail you are not foolish when you have joined the mates Mm. are you hearing me that's when you are not foolish you have looked at. Let me tell you a current and a topical example: coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Everybody go into your house. Don't go out. Oh, if you don't want to die, don't mind them in church. They want to kill you. They want to kill you. Don't mind them. Oh, don't do foolish thing. No. Oh, you know God is wise, and that I've had issues with that these past three months. I have made statement that Jesus is my sanitizer, mm. and is not in the class of alcohol-based soup. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, we have also made quotes about Psalm 91, which everybody quotes. Mm. That he that dwells in the secret place of the High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. He said, I will tell him it's my fortress is my strength in whom I trust. Now, you see, it it says, and you know that scripture in verse five, verse six, up to verse 10, began to mention the issue of plague and noisome pestilence. So, the issue is that, am I being foolish by going to church? Because that is a topical one. Mm. Now, it can be applied to, am I being foolish marrying this girl just because he's a Christian, even when I see, that is very stupid. <laughs> it's the same thing as if God said whatever say your hand it to do, you do it. Does that mean as you walk with Yahweh, Yahoo boys? Mm. Now, so you see, they are and they say, Oh, you are being foolish. Somebody gave you a job and you don't have any, and they have already told you in your church that it will not work should not eat so why now you see when you want to stand with god please fortify yourself with the scriptures mm-hmm. now you discover that nobody has a right to tempt god that is why it was you don't have to tempt god is it possible in my local language they say you can't call yourself follow the show? Come and feel comfortable. But that is, you said, since I trust God, no, you now use you know a weak bind to bind yourself and to envelop. You just fall and God will receive God in devil. You will die. They will bury. So that is the kind of thing people are inducing, You know, uh covenanted, don't go out. That's what they were adducing. What is the difference between foolishness and sin? I can tell you those who want to walk with the wise God must not walk with common sense. You see, common sense and the only the Bible call him the only wise. Mm. So any other thing is not Mm. wisdom. Oh God, please, when you get a scripture that you want to follow, follow it Mm. with everything inside of you. The problem with many people is that they are Christians practicing the religion of Christianity. Christianity and spirituality are not in the same class. Spirituality is scripturality. That is. You are practicing what God says. I can tell you, what do you think? How foolish was Daniel when he said, don't pray? And he went open. And they are, you know the law, that anyone who does that is going to go into the den of life. How foolish was Daniel? That's the question people should ask him. And nobody will take you to the physical den of lion now, but every day there are dens of lion that you have to make your choice whether to be foolish for God or to be wise. They told those three Hebrew children, The fire is up, the type we have never seen several times. They said, We will not be careful in answering, that is, we will be foolish in your eyes, Mm. but we would rather be wise with God. You see, the, the, the and there are many like that in the scriptures of what men call actually the problem of Christianity today is that we we'll find very few people who will be classified as foolish yeah. for the sake of trusting God. Mm-hmm. Where will you find the type of Daniel again? Where will you find the type of those three individuals again? Where will you find Christians who will stick to their dream like Joseph? Where will you find a person like Esther among the daughters of Abraham? When they will say, if you see the king, you are gone. And they say, I'm going to go. If I perish, I perish. You see, God's general grace is available. But people should not take it to mean. that is who he is. Foolishness and faith, they are not in the same class. They are not and they should never be compared. God, who is the author of wisdom, will also tell you things not to do. You see, but when you are not spiritual, I don't I don't deny you can do foolish things. And many people who are not spiritual I do foolish things. You can attain unto wise counsel about what to do and what not to do. For example, oh they said make sure when you get to the public, cover your mouth. Cover your mouth. What's the problem? But to be going about saying that uh, uh, you, know, you won't allow anybody in your house for sin. because you're afraid, many people are afraid. And faith and fear are not in the same place. So once you see anybody that's afraid, he has no faith. And anybody who is a child of God that has no faith is a foolish Christian, very foolish. So that is the way it should be. Foolishness and faith. Not at all. The only wise God will never give you foolish instruction. Just make sure you take one from Mm -hmm. him. Hallelujah. So I I think that is where trust comes in. Absolute dependency on God. Absolute. Absolute. That is, you are already being threatened on your faith. And you said, no, 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 I'm ready for the consequence. That is trust. That is when Apostle Paul will say, Romans chapter 8, verse 35 to 13, what shall separate us from the Lord. That is trust. For me to live is Christ to die is gain. That is trust. You have elevated faith to the level of trust. That is, you know that the life you now live is not the former life in the flesh you are living the life by faith in jesus christ the resurrected christ Mm. so 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 you can imagine you know john chapter 12 verse 25 he said if those who if you love your life in this world he said you will lose it but if you can hate yourself here he said you will then have it forever Mm. paradox spiritual paradox absurdities you can't explain it Mm. so it, it it's just a thing that god will never give you foolish instruction, you mm. see, but you must come to the level of trusting Him, where you hear Him, very clear. Amen. Amen. So with all this, is there a place for hope? No, you, you know we have said that uh, <laughs> um, you can't have any Science a wondrous life without a life of hope. Mm. You can't have any miracle without hope. Because the word of God in this form as it is, is hope. Mm. Now, when faith comes, then it is as a result of believing that word, mm-hmm. that is the hope you have, that is the place where you build your personal understanding mm-hmm. in the capacity and the integrity of God. Mm-hmm. That is, you said, if He said this, then I can act because the acting is the faith. That is why I say, faith without work is it's dead. It's, it's dead. It's not possible. I can not begin to act and speak on the basis of this hope. Okay. You heard what was said of Abraham. Yes, sir. You know, having hope when there is no hope, and everybody should know that there is no hope in a man that is, Ninety-nine years old, <laughs> and his wife ninety years old. Wow. Okay, where will you get hope? Mm. Where will you get any human hope? Because the system is fully degenerated. Degeneration is a natural process. The system is fully degenerated, so there is no hope there. But when he he said he, he was persuaded that God is able to perform what He promised. The promise of God is what you know. Promise is hope so and you never find faith or this faith i mean hope is standing. standing
1: wow wow officer wow so final on the final note uh because we are always about the next generation and see yes. them grow yes if there's anything you would like to tell the next generations uh, what will it be
0: See, I, I, first and foremost I want to pray for the next generation that the Lord God will. <laughs> because I think they are I think they need more prayer than Cassidy. <laughs> Believe me honestly, they need more prayer than Cassidy. And because God's agenda that he won't allow, he said, of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. But God is always looking for challenges. And he cannot compromise channels until you are fitted. Mm. You know what he said in the last second, he said, in his house, he said, there are several vessels. He said, some on top. He said, there is gold, there is silver, there is wood, there is iron. Then each of them, either for honor or for dishonor. Now, this is the world that is in crisis. And the world and every nation and every community and every family is at the mercy of its next generation every nation every community is at the mercy of it. you may be having it well right now the generations of men in america and I find america and i say in god we trust they are no longer there america is troubled because the younger generation the homosexuals, mm. they are the lesbians who have no relationship with God. Be trust mm. some of the things that their president is doing is a way of bringing back, even though this man may be looking mad to you. But God anointed in Isaiah chapter 45. Anyone, God anointed you. In Isaiah 45, God anointed Cyrus. Mm-hmm. To do the work of destruction, God can always anoint anybody to get his, his, his done. He empowers him, he enables him, he prepares the ground. Now, like I told you, the leadership now, Nigeria is 60 years as an independent nation. You said it's because white men are leading. They say, okay, lead yourself. Now, you have led yourself for 60 years with due apology to all of our leaders because I believe they did their including one. They are doing their best. You see, but this nation has not done well compared to other nations that we took, we had independence together 60 years ago. And it is because of the legacy of the younger generations. So if we said this is where this nation or where Africa is today, if we want a better future, our hope is in what we inject into this younger generation. America lost its younger generation. It's in a mess. The technology is there, but it has never answered the problem of humanity. Oh, yes, there will be, you know, we are recording now, you can call anywhere, the plane can fly, they are going to the moon, they are going to heaven. But no one, no technology has ever solved the problem of evil. In spite of advancing technology and probably posteri- prosperity in some nations, evil is multiplied. Suffering is increasing, even though prosperity Mm is. And people are dying. And I'm not talking about physical death. I'm saying the glory of God inside of man is declining. Mm -hmm. See the rape stories. Seven months, two years, maybe, six years, seven years, ten years, 17 years. Who has had such a thing? Now, Now, you now have a generation of the younger ones that are not even looking at addressing the challenge we have now. They are beginning to toe the line of looking for wealth by enemies. So when I said we need prayer, the issue is that if comparatively our nation or our continent is so disadvantaged today our hope of getting it sorted addressed is in the youth but where are our youth today and because i'm not a social commentator, or let me come to the church which is my constituency and which incidentally is, is the light of the world. That's why some people feel it's because George failed, that the nation failed. And I always ask them, if George failed, why did the shrine in China not fail? How uh, you know, can? What do they call? Abu Dhabi. What do they call? Dubai, eh? <laughs> Dubai <laughs> a Muslim nation, will be Al Qaeda, Saudi Arabia, the Muslim nation will be It's the leadership of a nation that builds the next generation. So, when you don't build the next generation, irrespective of the religion that is in Pakistan, mm. there will be no future. For that measure, but the church is able to obtain it if the youth will see it and take up the gauntlet to find out and let it be known that according to the promise in this book, we are not supposed to be ewers of food and drawers of water for the other world, that is not. That is not where we are supposed to be. The youth are supposed to say, what future is ahead of me? You know, one year or two years ago, everybody say, 27 year old, 30 years old, we are president of this nation. Today, those who contest, average of 70 years. So, what happened? Mm-hmm. It's, it was like in the university, at the time, we were no longer producing professors. And therefore, there was a lacuna, a wide gap. We had the university that had few professors, no single lecturer. They just began to build in the last 10 years. And it's, it's getting built up by some of the military policies that government took. One of it is to make sure the professors don't retire and 65 so that they can get more PhD holders. They you don't retire, assisting. they can get more PhD holders. So unless you make a deliberate effort to build the upcoming generation, you have no future. If government saw that there was no future for the university and took specific policies in order to make sure that they provide for the younger generation, what are they doing for the nation? But the church, which is supposed to be the light of the world, my desire is that the youth receive God's purposes. He and, and said, remember the Lord God in the days of the youth. This is the time they can plan for the future. He said, I speak to you, youth, because you have all of the strength. There is planting season. Everybody who misses his planting season will not have a harvest. The youths, they are in their planting season in terms of investing for their future. And just like some of, the things some of you are doing, you are putting your head even though you can't sleep here. But you are saying, no, God is calling me. He's asking me to do something. Even though no help, no support. But when you hold on to God tightly, you will discover that God will use you as a scholar to many. It doesn't take your time. He said in that Mark chapter four, Verses 28 to 32. That's what the story of a seed as small well as a monster seed. The future of a seed is not in its size. The future is in what it is built to accomplish. Every seed has the DNA of the fruit. And no fruit multiplies except by the seed. Mm. And there is no man that God made that he has not put inside of him or her. Seed of leadership. But unless that, that seed is sown and nurtured, it doesn't come to fruition. He said, and when it is sown in verse 32, he said, it will become a great herb that the birds of the air will come on it. A small seed mm. becomes great, so small will become great, great. then seed will become herb. Transformation, are you hearing it? Yes, sir. Small will become great. great. Seed will become half. Two major transformations. The third transformation is that it will have great branches. Mm -hmm. Can you hear that? Mm -hmm. Great branches. Now, it is from the great branches that the birds of the air will now be finding shade under it. Great transformation for a seed that is so. So, the major challenge the youth should go and sow their seed of leadership. You don't sow it, it will rupture. Psalm 65, verse 8 He said, As wine is find in the cluster, He said, Destroy it not. He said, There is a seed in it. In every youth, there is a seed of liberty, there is a seed of strength. And there's a seed of gift. If you don't sow your seed of liberty very well, you should go into rebellion, and rebellion kills. Mm. If you don't sow a seed of strength, you will become slaves to your community. If you don't sow a seed of your gift, you will never matter in life. My admonition to them is to remember this is their planting season all of the youth, particularly in the house of God, should look properly at God's and say, like, Esther, if I die, if I perish, I perish. There is no way, in like ways, there is no path in like Paths are made by walking. Mm. As you are doing your okay thing now, you have many obstacles. You go clean look at the book of people who went ahead. What did they do? Yes, I go and God said, my son, do no, your way. is not like it. Look at this. Yes. That's why I said, men and mentors, they don't take you anywhere. They only show you signs and sickness. Oh, God. That Enoch, Edward, you said, you are going to the place of greater. He said, yes. There are some landmines. Oh. Particularly when you are making progress or people who are opposing you don't mind. They are only showing you signs mm. and the signals. That when you see opposition, is a mind the opposition. That means you are in the right way. Mm. Nobody will backbite somebody who is in the back. Mm. Because he's already at the back, who will backbite? Nobody will backbite you. It's only people in front that people backbite. He says, so when you see people biting you, it's because they are in the back. You are in the front. <laughs> oh. Oh dear. <laughs> and that is what they, you look out for. That was why I said you can never get to a place by duplicating anybody. Mm. Mm. Why? Because leadership is a mark of uniqueness. When God gives you a vision, a throne is waiting for you. Mm. That nobody else can touch the place because it's always unique. Mm. Mm. Why we must move ahead by climbing on the shoulder of those who have gone ahead? Your destination is different. Mm. You see all of the great pastors that are rising in the nation now, they have taken some things from Bishop Borel from Baba Debui, oh, sure. from Christos, wherever you are taking from. But remember, you have to walk on your own path. Yes. Mm-hmm. You can't be Bishop You cannot be him. Mm-hmm. It's like somebody was asking a question on that statement. I said, well, Follow me. He said, Apostle Paul said, Follow me. Yes, follow, follow me. Jesus said, Follow me. What? Can you be Jesus? You can't be Jesus. If <laughs> yeah, Follow me, can you Paul? Can you can't be Paul. You are not paused. Mm. So, there are, and God, the same way your finger has a unique mark. That's how the destiny belonging to each of us is unique. Mm. As you dig, you will be dropping the things that are not your own. God will say, Yes, my son, keep forward. And it will be in the area of your giftings That's true. so that you won't be struggling. Mm-hmm. So when diligence is combined with gifting, mm-hmm. you discover that you get to the mark. That's why Romans chapter 11 verse 29, he said, the gifts and the calling of God, they are without mm-hmm. it dependence. He it doesn't turn back from the gift, so you, you will always need your gift. Mm-hmm. You can now imagine, somebody would also have a gift in basketball, and he's insisting he will play basketball. <laughs> he will be there struggling all his life. He will be there struggling all this life. Please tell the youths, they should sow the seed of greatness that is in them. He said in Romans chapter, he said, we are waiting for the manifestation. He says creation was subject to vanity. God is always creating a background so that light can have its meaning. He said, I subjected creation in vanity because I know you are coming. Do mm. you know that God made something from nothing. So the background of nothing is what gave birth to something. <laughs> God made light from darkness. The background of darkness is what introduced light. Mm. Thank God. So the challenges you face in life is the background of your championship, mm-hmm. please rise up and shine, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah!
1: Amen. <laughs> God, a powerful section with you, sir. We mm-hmm. want to say a very big thank you for many of sir. God is faithful, and next time we have a better opportunity. <laughs> thank you very much, I'm sir. Always in the service of the Lord, <laughs> amen. Uh, like the desire to pray for you to like you too. Pray.
0: Yes. Father, pray. 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 Our Father and our God again we, we thank you because you are a God of cross-generation. The life that you brought is eternal. That is, there is no degeneration in that life. Yes. Therefore, those ones that are walked on to you are a part of that eternal life. Mm. And that is the reason we are speaking concerning our youth today, my father. Please let the eternal effect of the Spirit of the Lord be quickened inside them. Amen. Let their eyes see very clearly the glorious destiny you have prepared for them. Amen. And Father, as they begin to take steps, please let your grace be available for them. Amen. Let your favor follow them wherever they go. Amen. Lord Jesus, the greatest asset of destiny that we have outside of salvation is direction. Daddy, please give direction to every youth. Amen. Help them with instructions that will cause them to walk in your path. Amen. Lord Jesus, in everything that they do, please give them speed. Amen. Let not your house be brought down by the evil currently going. Amen. Father, let light arise through this youth. Amen. You said they begin to see vision. Daddy, mm. everyone that is confused among them now, please, let your vision light bear them out of confusion. Amen. And as they begin to walk inside of you, grace for them to grow like Jesus grew. In wisdom, in stature, in grace. Please release to them. Amen. In Jesus' precious name. Amen.
1: Hallelujah. Amen. Thank, Thank you, David. You. God is good. See you next time. To contact us at the end of the job, dial 81 And probably if you have an ordinal like us to process for you, you can as well contact us in the same number. Follow us on our social media channels, facebook and youtube at edifice twitter and instagram at edifice underscore of transforming the man edifice